Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to The Odds Couple with thanks to a sports bet. Time now to catch up with our special guest. And today it's Sharon Trelove who has not enough effort going for five from five today in race number four at Flemington. Sharon, good morning and thanks so much for your time. Good morning. Thank you. What a horse this has been for the stable. Four from four is absolutely flying. Uh, it doesn't get much better than this, Sharon. No, it doesn't get much better than this. Good morning, Sharon. Simon Marshall here. Thanks for joining us this morning. Can you give us a little bit of a background on how you cut your teeth in this wonderful game? Um, yeah. I actually bred the horse. Oh, how I started, sorry. Yeah, yeah, how um, you started. How did you, how did you fall in love with racing and become a horse trainer? Just when I left school, I started riding track work and just enjoyed it and then decided I wanted to train them. And uh, this horse, tell us a bit about how you got your hands on him. You, you bred him? Yep, I bred him. So I've got the mother at home. Did you race the mother at Moonlight, Moonlight Ballet is the, uh, the dam? Did you race the mother? Yep, I raced her and she was actually my first provincial winner. Oh, what a story. That's a, that's a great story to keep the, the, uh, the history going there with not enough effort. I, I could imagine, I would imagine with a horse of his ability, being a three-year-old gouting four from four, you would have had overtures from overseas, in particular Hong Kong. Is that the case? Yes, that is the case. We've had lots of people from Hong Kong wanting to buy him. And there's quite a few owners in the horse. Has there been a temptation to sell or are you keen to keep racing? Uh, there has been a temptation from some of the owners um, and some of them are wanting to keep him. And Sharon, you would say you can all go and get stuffed. <laughs> I love me horse and we're going to continue to race because he's a winner yeah, and I know exactly what I'm doing, right? Yep. <laughs> hey, tell me a little bit about your horse. Uh, as a younger horse, what was his mannerisms like? Uh, he's always been a very highly strung, hot-headed horse. But that sort of seems to come from the mother. She was like that and her other foals have been the same. Yep. And he had quite a few issues with the barriers when he first um, started going in the barriers. He was very, uh, very hot in the barriers and he was wanting to throw himself down on the ground. And um, he went down to Nathan Dunn actually and done some barrier work with him. Yep. Dunny's a great horseman. Mm. When did you, when did you yep. decide to geld him? Was it early doors because he was showing those tendencies? Um, just early. I actually had his brother raced him as a colt and he was just a bit of a pest and this bloke from quite a young age was quite a, quite colty so I just got him cut. I think he was only two year old when he got cut. He'd only been broken in. Well he's one four for four. Can you tell the viewers when did he start to light up the track for you? Take us back to those mornings, early mornings when you decided to test him against a stable runner or maybe some opposition at track work. What were that what was that like? Um yeah, it was good. Obviously, to start with, he was just working with another um, three-year-old horse, and he was doing all his work easy, but I thought the other horse was really slow. Mm. <laughs> um, and then we just, yeah, we thought, well, the other horse is too slow to keep up with this bloke and stepped him up with another horse, and he just kept improving, kept doing it easy. 
And he's, he's won four for four. What about winning a race at Flemington? Can you explain to the viewers what's that, what that's like? Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, it's always been a, one of my dreams, I suppose, to win a race at Flemington. So it was really exciting. Have you have you mapped out a spring campaign for him yet, Sharon? And will today pull him up? Will he go for a spell after today? Yep, he'll go for a spell after today. I've actually been wanting to give the horse a spell for a while, but he just keeps pulling up and he's, he loves his work and he's just enjoying it so much. So he will have a spell after today. He'll just go out for a little break and then he'll come back in and hopefully target a better race in the spring. Have you got a have you thought of a, a race in have you got a particular race in mind for him during the spring? There's a couple of races. I think in September or August, yeah, early September, there's like a listed or a group three race for him. Talking with trainer of race four, number two, the favourite, uh, not enough effort. Sharon Trolove. Sharon, does a horse like this change your life? Uh, yeah, it does, I suppose, yeah. It certainly makes you um, want to get out of bed in the mornings and train your horse and, yeah, enjoy it a lot more, that's for sure. What about your jockeys? you got plenty to say, Brian Park? Yeah, he, um, he very much likes the horse, obviously, as you would. <laughs> Sharon, we were talking about this on the show, I think it was last week, uh, Tags, just how hard it is for when you get a, a big money offer for, a, for a, horse of, uh, a horse of this guy's ability, how hard is it to resist that temptation to sell? Um, for me, it actually wasn't that hard because, as I said, you work so hard as a trainer and, you know, you've bred the horse so he's like one of your kids. So for me, the money wouldn't really... I'd rather have a good horse than a lot of extra money. Uh, but some of the owners were quite tempted to mm. sell him. Well, you are second favourite, I should say. Latia is favourite, number seven, at $2.50. But this is the toughest field you've uh, uh, come up against here, Sharon. So Geetra, uh, Hal Vorson runs well, Tropazina's in the race. Latia, as I mentioned, is favourite. What are your thoughts heading to Flemington today? I think he's a good chance. Uh, he is giving a little bit of weight to some of those better horses as well today, whereas last time there was some handy horses in the race, but he was better for them on the weight side of it. Um, but I think he's going to be a good chance today. How many horses do you have in work? Um, eight currently at the moment. Any of them keep up with him on the track? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. And you train out of Bundalagua, is that correct, Sharon? And where, where do we find Bundalagua? Uh, it's, it's about oh, six or seven minutes from the summer racetrack. That's in between Maffer and Sale. Ah, right. Fantastic. Good. Well, Sharon, thank you so much for your time this morning on The Odds Couple. We wish you all the very best with not enough effort. Hopefully you can make it five from five today at Flemington. Thank you. Sharon Trelove there, trainer of Not not Enough Effort. Flemington, a race for number two, going for five wins from five starts. We'll take a break. Don't forget, you can grab your AFL record this weekend. Still just $5 thanks to Karcher. Whatever the cleaning task, they have the solution. Karcher, the official 2019 partner of the AFL record. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.